war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. And again, good afternoon that is tuning into our live stream on both uh, Facebook and then also we are also we do the live report on YouTube. We're also on Twitter as well as folks. So it is the the John DePietro show and uh, the noon report brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, without question. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They are Rhode Island's number one garden center. They are open for the season. And they're waiting for you, Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. And folks, you owe it to yourself. Stop and see beautiful selection. Pansy flats, pansy bags, hangers, bowls, assorted colors, tulips, hyacinthias, daffodils. This is great weather right now. Right now, this week, in this spring. And you want to make sure that you get everything you need to make your property look the best it can with PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, stop it and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They are just waiting to do a fantastic job for your property. And the service is great. And they are locally owned and locally operated. And they work so hard. And I just think the world of them with uh, the hard work that they do and put in. And they're open seven days a week. And, and especially, you know, it's, it's worth it to take the ride to see them. And it's, again, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Folks, again, they are right off of Route 4. They also have landscape material, screen loom, black, brown, hemlock and mulch, crushed stone and more. They're waiting for you at Rhode Island's number one garden center. Look for them on Facebook. Now I'm gonna actually pull it up right now. I um, I like the fact that they do spend a lot of time and they do update their their website and they, they put the time into it. And it, it certainly, to me, it shows because it is um, uh, rem- remarkable the amount of, you know, you get up to date what they have easy to find directions and especially this time of year i fully recognize that you have different options but i'm asking you to visit rhode island's number one garden center and it's pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 uh quaker uh, quaker lane in north kingstown easy to get to steve and debbie and junior and byron the selection they have and they're very dedicated to doing the best possible work they're going to deliver for you so stop in and see them and again you want to also you want to uh, i also want to say good afternoon to everybody it is friday live uh on facebook friday the noon report as we'd like to call it and uh i like the fact good afternoon this heather and our friend roberta and uh so many others folks that are tuning in please share that you're watching folks again uh we obviously had a little bit of a, a glitch with uh, the personal Facebook page. Now, you're watching this on the, the show page, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I realize it's somewhat confusing. As I've told people, there's Michael, Cindy, uh, Ola, everybody, there's Ken and everyone else. Folks, again, uh, visit that, and then also the visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. But whether it's today or tomorrow or Sunday, stop in and see them. PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. Well, folks, again, as I've said, we've made it to Friday. It is the John DePietro Show. I will be doing one after dark a little bit later, uh, later on. And then we will be on duty tomorrow, actually. We have a busy, uh, kind of a busy Saturday. Uh, we're going to be at a rally tomorrow going after that ridiculous legislation. You know what else? I, I, um, but, folks, we'll, we'll have all of the updates. Make sure, if you follow the program, visit the website, dpetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. And don't forget, dpetro.com, we have so many great sponsors. Like the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. Stop it and see them. You know, I don't understand some of these people that um, they're defending these, these senators that put their names 
on this bill uh, that would be detrimental. They want to start fining anyone 16 and up and going after with taxes and everything else. I, I don't understand the role of certain people that they feel it's their need to defend them. Let them defend themselves. Oh, they took the name off. What do you mean they took the name off the bill? No, they signed the bill. Oh, now they took it off. Oh, well, they didn't read. Oh, they didn't read it, but they, they signed on and had their name put on the bill. That, that is asinine. But I'm telling many of you right now, stop defending these people. That Frank Lombardi in Cranston, he signed it. He put his name on it. Oh, well, you know, he took his name. What are you talking about? He took his name off. Wrongo. No, no, no. In for a penny, in for a pound. Look who he's in with. He did that. Of course, should be detrimental to the state. And there's more coming out about that Senator Sam Bell. And by the way, I like David Salvatore of Providence. He's on the city council. He is a leader. Uh, we plan to have him on the program. He comes from a, a great family. I know the family. And I I went at the uh, end of last end of last year when his, his dad was just a legend in Providence passed away. David Salvador is going to make a great state senator. He is business friendly. He is smart. Um, he's also, by the way, under attack from Go Local Fraud, attacking him because he exposed that they had that ridiculous, unethical deal where they agreed to give, you know, free publicity and write positive stories about someone. So now they're going after and he exposed it and ended the practice of that. But David Salvatore, he is the type. But many of you. You know, just stop trying to, oh, well, you know, he took it. What do you, why? I come back to, why are you defending them? Why? Oh, I'm not, I love the people that say, oh, I'm not defending them. Why are you running cover for them? They, they put their name, if, if they sign their name on that bill, <clears throat> which it would start fining people, ridiculous, for not being vaccinated. And it's all because Sam Bell's been getting the donations from this this company that's pushing the vaccine. And as much has been written about, and I want to give credit to that Lieutenant Governor candidate, one of the highest proportions of population that is unvaccinated are in the minority communities. So that's who they're going after. Now we know who they think they're going after, but that's ultimately who they'd be going after. But these people constantly running defense for these people. Oh, no, he took his name off the what, what do you care? Let him, you know, he dug his hole. That's Senator Frank Lombardi. Then the question begs, what other pieces of legislation did he sign on to that he didn't even read? No, no, no. In for a penny, in for a pound. Look who he's in with. So not so fast. I just, I'm at a loss as to why some people feel it's their obligation to run cover for some of these individuals. And it's it's the same thing where they 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 then try to say, well I'm I'm not defending you no, know, you are defending them. You are defending them. And I want to give credit that what's going on in Rhode Island. They were the ones that that broke it. But you look at that TR State Senator Tierra Mack, Cynthia Mendez, that uh, Warwick State Senator who is now, you know, now she's not even running for re-election, led by Sam Bell. Hey, they're the ones, I actually have had on that Jonathan Acosta of, of Central Falls. He's the one that refused to wear a suit and tie and felt he should have the right to be casual. No, no, no. They, I get it that they signed up for it. I just don't understand why these people feel it's, it's their obligation to, to defend them. And put their name on them. Now, folks, speaking of the Facebook page, I'm telling you right now, someone to watch is this. And I know he just got into office, but that Virginia governor, Glenn Youngkin, he is someone to watch. I want to once again caution many people. And again, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, you can listen online at our website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Now, remember, call them. Or visit their website. The website is LawnDoctor.com. Lawn Doctor Rhode Island. You can call for a quick, easy quote. 401-392-1025. Now, I know some people may say, well, I, you know, this is not about cutting your grass. This is about uh, both tick and mosquito control. It is about having a healthy lawn. But it's also about grub prevention. They do right now the crabgrass control, time release fertilizer, spring lime, late spring, 
summer, grub prevention, early fall, fall. You want to get in there and on their program, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. Now, you can call them. You can call them at 401-392-1025. I recommend they have a very easy-to-navigate website, which is lawndoctor.com. You just put in your zip code. So, But that business of that, that bill, that's Sam Bell, the progressives. I also... You know, they're just these people that they, they, they feel a need to run cover for people. There's no other way to describe it. It's kind of like the the people that like to say that, you know, I, I, I'm not defending Putin. And then they go on with all these talking points and propaganda that Putin is putting out. You, you can't, as I've said, you can't have it both ways. Or oh, I've condemned the war. You did? Wow, how noble. You mean you condemn the fact they're killing all those innocent people? Boy, that's quite a stance you're taking. Listen, anyone with half a brain would condemn the war. But I'm not saying and I'm not defending frankly. No, you are defending Frank Lombardi. You are defending um you are defending Tierra Mac. You are defending them. You are defending Sam Bell. Oh, I'm not defending No, you are defending them. You are defending them. That Lieutenant Governor John Lugo, he is the first one to step up and call. And by the way, Cynthia Mendez, who's running for Lieutenant Governor, she's one of the names on that. So my point is, I I just don't understand where these people feel that they have to be, you know, Florence Nightingale. And I'm not going to go on. You can go on the Facebook page. They they jump in. Oh, you know, no, Lombardi took his. No, no, time out. They signed on to the legislation. Why are you giving them an off-ramp? Why do you give them an exit route? <clears throat> there is a need right now for leadership. And there's, there's a small handful of people that are actually demonstrating leadership. One is, I like that mayor of Johnson, Joe Policina. You know, he was part of the Governor McKee transition team. He is, as Dan McGowan, and I mentioned this last hour, he is backing off saying that Governor McKee's going too far left. And you know what? Mayor Policina is exactly right. Dan, Governor McKee is, I mean, at this point, he can run for governor. He is. But I want to see, as I've said, that is going to be quite the magic trick if he can actually win the primary and the general election while the subject of an FBI probe. Just because... Um, right now, he's not being bombarded on commercials. And, and I'm waiting for the town criers to decide to say, no, Governor McKee said he didn't. I, I just don't let them defend themselves. Let Senator Frank Lombardi go on the page and defend himself. Let that other, whoever that other state senator is, Burke, let them defend themselves. Why do some of you feel the need to defend themselves? So I'm not trying to, no, you are doing that. Well, I'm not defending, no, you are defending him. You are actually. So, but I want to get to what I, I started with. Now, the media is making a huge story of this. Um, and Len, who's a listener of the program, sent me an email that said, are you going to touch on the Kevin McCarthy story? Um, and... This is a developing story right now. It's a developing story by the New York Times. I also want to address with some people, just for a moment, that some people don't understand the difference between bias and fabrication. Okay, the New York Times, not... Not everything written, I don't believe I have to say this, but I had a conversation last night with, not everything written in the New York Times is a lie. Not every, I, I, I mean, I, I'm only going to touch on this because otherwise I, it's too embarrassing to have to, but not everything on CNN is a lie. There are some individuals that have gotten a complete mistrust of everything that comes out of the mainstream media. That, that is unhealthy. If you believe that, I certainly don't want to engage in conversation. You, you are brainwashed into a cult. If you believe that everything out there, Providence Journal, Channel 10, 12, 6, everything, are all just, it's all a giant media conspiracy lie, 
There's nothing I can say to convince you of that. Hopefully you will find the proper mental health expert who can bring you back into reality. Because there are some people that have fallen into this brainwashed cult. Everything you see on TV is a lie. None of it is real. I mean, it's preposterous to even think about. But I was having discussion with someone who said, well, they lied about the, well, listen, maybe you didn't like their coverage of the election. But there's some people, if you think anything, like the people that want to defend, I'm not defending Alex Jones. No, you are defending Alex Jones. Alex Jones is an unbelievable amount of trouble. And it's his own doing. This wasn't like a one-off. He didn't say something slipped out. This went on for days and weeks and months of them beating the drum on that. Well, he's not the only one. Well, why are you defending? He's another one. Again, I am not saying someone that says something, it can get away from them. Things are taken out of context. Um, There's various instances where someone could be joking around or they just say the wrong thing. I mean, again, all of that stuff, it can happen when you have a live mic and you, you know, talk for a living or do whatever they do with InfoWars with the the video and so forth. But but this this unnecessary this, you know, this someone again, this goes back a little while. But this is someone like telling me everything they see on CNN is a lie. The entire that that is I don't know how to even react to something like that. So everything if you put it on right now, every everything is that the, anyone that actually believes that. I, I, again, I, I certainly can't help them. But is there bias in the media? Yes, no question. You, if you don't think there's bias in the media, watch Fox News Channel. Watch Newsmax. They're biased against President Biden. MSNBC and CNN to some degree, but more MSNBC, is very biased against the Republican efforts. There's a difference between bias in the media and Alex Jones, Infowars, and Russian propaganda, where they just make it up. Putin and Russia, they're making up things. They're telling the Russian people, we're the ones under attack. Ukraine attacked us. We're defending ourselves. That's not an opinion. That's a complete lie. Now, but the story in the New York Times, Kevin McCarthy denied saying he would urge President Trump to resign. But this recording shows otherwise. So the New York Times has gotten a hold of some audio. And I understand, you know, it was aired last night on Rachel Maddow. Now, there are people, no matter what comes out, they're going to say, it's all fake. None of it. I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm not speaking to that crowd because that's like a delusional, paranoid crowd. But as far as Kevin McCarthy, he has his own relationship with President Trump. McCarthy said Trump acknowledged some responsibility for January 6th. New audio captures what he said shortly after the January 6th attack. So Representative Kevin McCarthy, the House Republican leader, told GOP lawmakers in the day after the January 6th attack that former President Trump acknowledged, quote, he bore some responsibility what happened, new audio revealed. The audio obtained by the New York Times emerged on Friday as part of a series new revelations about a Republican leader privately condemning President Trump the days after his supporters stormed the Capitol. So now here's the problem. Kevin McCarthy does have some problems. He does. And next fall, after the Republicans take Congress, um, the representatives will have a decision to make of who the next speaker will be. Now, where he got himself into a jam a little bit is some writers from the New York Times wrote a book making certain claims. Kevin McCarthy, and I don't know whether he issued it orally or just issued a statement saying it's not true what they are putting in the book. All right, so now somebody's not telling the truth. Either he's not telling the truth or the guy's writing the book. So they said, oh, okay, you're saying that we're not being truthful. Here are the audio tapes. So he walked into that. Let me be very clear to all of you. I've been very clear to the president. He bears responsibility for his words and actions. No ifs, ands, or buts. I asked him personally today, does he hold responsibility for what happened? Does he feel bad about what happened? He told me he does have some responsibility. What happened, he needs to acknowledge that. Now, that is supposedly a private conversation between the two. 
Now, there's a couple of things here. McCarthy, in telling Trump at the time to resign, may have been saying, listen, you don't want to be impeached. So if you resign, it will avoid that. A couple of things. Either they are on the same page, speaker in waiting, Republican leader, Kevin McCarthy, or they're not. And we're going to find out how this is going to play out. This could be nothing. This could be that they had a sit-down meeting. They aired everything out. He said, you know, and again, I'm just paraphrasing, like maybe in the days afterwards, I said some things. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They have a private conversation. They certainly seemingly seem to have made up. This could be end up being nothing. If the Republicans get a big majority in Congress, then someone else may be. There are some members of the um, Republican wing <clears throat> that are not on board with Kevin McCarthy. For instance, like Matt Gates in Florida, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, that uh, Madison Cotha, I don't think they're, Lauren Borba, I don't think they're on board. That representative Gosart in Arizona. Um, but now, they are writing a book about Trump. McCarthy walked into this by denying it. Obviously not knowing, I don't think, that they had audio tape. I don't know enough to, you know, if they've acknowledged yet how they got the audio tape. So someone got it to these writers from the New York Times. Are they... Are they, um, is this a media distraction to get away from Biden's problems and the fact that Biden's policies are failing and they're failing big time? I Listen, if there's some kind of disruption between President Trump and House Majority Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who's speaker in waiting, if there's some kind of rift between the two of them, And maybe President Trump feels that Kevin McCarthy lied to him. I don't know yet. But if that is the case, then that is news. Because if President Trump, who's been with Kevin McCarthy to be the next speaker, if he breaks off from that, that's big news. That's big news if he would start backing someone else. We know that President Trump, and I mean for 2022, we know that President Trump is not a fan of Mitch McConnell. So- I'm just trying to explain that as far as, well, they're just doing that. Anything, well, yes and no. If the two men are on the same page and there's nothing new coming out here between the two of them now, between the two of them, then then there is, then, then the story goes away. <clears throat> if President Trump says, wait a minute, this is different. Than what Kevin McCarthy told me, you know, over dinner, whatever, six months ago, a year ago, having dinner at Mar-a-Lago, that's a problem. And we're going to know soon enough. We're going to know between now and November if President Trump breaks off and says McCarthy's got to go. He's not the speaker we want. So I'm just trying to explain, folks, as much as people are so quick to dismiss things, not everybody, by the way, not everybody. Everything's fake news. You can't believe anything. I mean, anyone that believes that, there's nothing healthy about that. That's an element of paranoia. That's wild paranoia. That is, um, it's really like brainwashing is what it is. Um, It's kind of frightening. And I know that people try to make, the reason we don't is because the election and da, da, da. I mean, as I've explained to you, I have, do I have, I have questions about Rhode Island elections and the integrity and whether or not they're legitimate. I have questions about that. But make no mistake, it has nothing to do with voting machines. So if there were people that say they clicked it over, that I do not believe. But those of you that listen to the program, and again, good afternoon at 1230 on this Friday. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Hello to everybody on Facebook Live. Please share that you're watching so everyone else can jump in as we continue to try to solve our Facebook. <clears throat> my personal page, not this page, my personal page was attacked when I was in Ukraine. But anyhow, um, as I have explained, the Rhode Island voting problem is that anyone can register to vote. 
Anyone can register to vote. You don't even need an ID. Um, as I have explained in the past, do I believe that in, in November of 2020, at one in the morning, somebody flipped a switch and switched? No, I do not believe that. No, I don't believe that. Um, I believe someone, oh, you mean dead people? No, I'm not talking about dead people voting. No, I've been very clear and consistent where I believe we have found, and that is there are people who are registered to vote in the state who legally should not be voting. They shouldn't be allowed to vote. I will also repeat, no one's looking for any of this. The media is not. Secretary of State's office is not. We have bloated voter rolls. The amount of people that are registered, that are eligible to vote um, in Rhode Island compared to what the number should, it's it's way over. It's like close to 300,000 over. Little bit below that, maybe 250. But my point is, you you have to know how they're manipulating it. I also, listen, I I don't believe Rhode Island's the only place. There were a lot of people going into Georgia and voting. I do believe that. There, There are people in Massachusetts, they know that the Democrat candidate is going to win Massachusetts. So there are people that have ski homes, lake homes in New Hampshire. And yes, I do believe that they go and they vote in in New Hampshire. You know, there's a a candidate running Republican now running for Congress in New Hampshire. He voted twice in 2020. He voted twice. He voted, I think, in New Hampshire. He also voted in New Jersey. I I think it's too easy to vote. I think it should be a harder process. So just to come back to when someone, they lied to us about the vote and the election. I, I, you know, again, this was long building. Um, A lot of other states have tightened up their secretary of state's office and so forth. Um, You know, there were people still upset to this day that Fox News went on and projected Arizona. Fox still stands the brunt of that. But... I, I, these people, they think they think they think every every element of media is, is is a lie. It's just hard to put your, you know that that's a that, that that's quite a conspiracy they all have going, you know. So every morning there's a conference call of Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, Newsmax, New York Times, Washington Post, every major newspaper news outlet in the country, and they go over how they're going to present. But I mean that is so preposterous. Now, there is something called that. It's Russian state television. That is full propaganda. I also find it interesting. There are some people, they don't believe the New York Times, the Washington Post, Fox News, uh, NBC News, ABC. But they believe, you know, the, the guardian of the crypt. Or they believe Infowars. Or they believe, you know, uh, Gateway Pundit. Or they believe Russian disinformation. That, that stuff they believe. Websites they've never heard of, no-name articles, uh, nothing factual, that they believe, but don't believe like the real people. All right. Now, but I want to touch on this Trump thing because it's important. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, brought to you by J. Perry Paving. They provide high-quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, Call them for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, J. Perry Paving. And whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, licensed and insured contracting company, J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is J. Perry Paving, letter J, jperrypaving.com, jperrypaving.com. Uh, look for them on their website and then also their Facebook page. Call today, 401-732-1730. And remember, if you're a veteran, there's no one better to veterans uh, than J. Perry Paving. Once a month, they do a drawing. They give away a free driveway pave to a veteran. So if that's your uh, your father, your mom, or your grandfather, grandmother, uncle, uh, boyfriend, son, whoever it is, J. Perry Paving. Call them. More information, 401 732 1730. Folks, visit the website, 
depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And don't forget, one of our sponsors, John the Roofer, Residential Commercial Roofing, call toll-free 1-866-906-ROOF, 1-866-906-ROOF, Residential Commercial Roofing, call them. My friend Paul Manville, who was terrific, stepped up to support us with our trip to Ukraine. Call John the Roofer today. Get a free quote. Remember, I see it begins and ends with the roof. One eight six six nine zero six roof. But folks, I um, this stuff. Here's what we know, and that is that you're going to hear over the next couple of um months how there's going to be a lot of talk about Congress, and you know they're going to be asking Bob Lancia, who's running, and. Former Cranston Alan Fung, who's running. And then you have uh, candidates in the first district that are running. They're going to ask them, would you vote for Kevin McCarthy? And what about Marjorie Taylor Greene? And so on. Listen, this is really simple, okay? The party in office right now, Nancy Pelosi is the speaker. And they are on the verge nationwide, the Democrat Party. They are going to just, you know, and I don't really like the terms of like massacre and bloodbath, but it, it is just going to be, they're in for like the beating of a lifetime. There is a red wave that is going to take over. So as much as the media, they're going to ask questions. And I I heard before she dropped, dropped out of the race, Jessica De La Cruz, State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, she, um, she did an interview and, you know, what were the questions? It was about President Trump. And, you know, do you believe he won 2020? And what do you think of January 6th? And should he run again? And would you support Kevin McCarthy? And do you support Marjorie Taylor Greene? What's missing from that equation? Trump is not the president. Biden's the president. Kevin McCarthy is not the speaker. Kevin McCarthy may never be speaker. Nancy Pelosi is is the speaker. It is true. The Republican Party has some fringe candidates. But what about the squad? Congressman Cicilline, Congressman Langevin, they're never asked about the squad. All of these questions about what about President Trump and what about January 6th and what about, you know, you, you could just tell the tone and the direction the interview is going that there's no questions about the Biden presidency right now is a failed presidency. His policies are not working. And when you pull up to a gas pump, you know, unless I'm missing something, there's no Republican pump and Democrat pump. It doesn't matter whether Republican and Democrat. We're all paying these high prices, myself included. You know, I haven't had to like really fill up my tank in a while because I was away. I, I did fill it up last Saturday. I, I could actually could not believe it's the first time where I, you know, I let the signal go off. You know, you need gas, you need fuel, what have you. $49 to fill the tank. I mean, that that is, and that used to be under 30, as many of you know. That's a failed policy coming out of Washington. You go into the grocery store and the amount of prices of things. That is, that, that's not a matter of Putin. Those are Biden policies. So I don't expect the local media to start asking these types of questions. But the voters need to be aware of that. You know, Cicilline, Langevin, they're never asked those types of questions. Here's what I do know about the CD2 race. That will start to heat up. You know, you have Republican Bob Lancia, who I believe we're going to talk to next week. If not, there's plenty of time. Next week, Republican former mayor Alan Fung is going to announce his candidacy. Um, there's going to be a lot of focal point. Here's what I do know. The Republicans are going to take over Congress. I haven't seen anyone that doesn't believe that. Now it seems to be a matter of they only need five seats to flip it. It could be as many as 30 seats. It could be as many as 40 seats. It's still an unknown. But here's what I know. Sending another Democrat down, a Biden Democrat, down to Washington for Rhode Island would absolutely be the definition of insanity, which is the definition of insanity is you keep doing the same thing over and over, but you're expecting a, a different result. To send, and it's going to be a freshman man or woman, rookie, first term congressperson, down to Washington 
What would that mean? That would mean once again, Rhode Island doesn't have a seat at the table. That would mean once again, we're on the outside looking in. Here's what I want people to remember. And I noticed the media doesn't ask questions in this way. But right now we have Congressman Langevin and Congressman Cicilline. Folks, could things be any worse right now? I mean, I, I hate to ask that because with a Biden presidency, things could get worse. But how's it working out right now? that we have four Democrats representing the state of Washington. I would argue not very good. And, you know, the Senate is tied and and the Democrats control the House. So think of that. Do people really want to go in a direction? And Cicilline's been there for 12 years. Langevin's been there for 20 years. if, If the voters' elections have consequences... Voters deserve the type of government and elected leaders that they get. If if people elect a progressive, and that David Siegel in CD2, he's a real progressive. I mean, he was just endorsed by Elizabeth Warren. That's no small feat. <clears throat> he was Matt Brown before Matt Brown was Matt Brown. Siegel, he is a Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. The stuff that Bernie Sanders was talking about in 2016, Siegel was talking about that in 2010. He is a force. He could win that primary against Seth Magaziner, who I think right now the two of them are the, are the front runners. But my point is, you send Seth Magaziner, general treasurer, down to Washington. That, that just means that means Rhode Island doesn't want to be in the room where decisions are made. That means the state does not want to be represented where they are cutting up the pie. And I'll repeat, whether it is Bob Lancia or Alan Funk. Rhode Island, I mean, at this point, four Democrats in D.C. representing the state, it's, it's not working, right? Is there anyone that thinks that things are going well? It's simply not working. It's not working. And this is while they have power. This is while, you know, Biden is the president. It's deadlocked in the Senate. And they have Nancy Pelosi in the House. So how would Kevin McCarthy do as speaker? Better than Nancy Pelosi, right? Let's get lower gas prices. Let's not try to do the Green New Deal right now. Let's not come up with these outrageous, ridiculous, you know, you're going to start fining people for not getting the vaccine. Uh, Governor McKee is just like throwing money around. I don't, to special interests to try to get votes. I don't think that's a solution either. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Now, listen, it's Friday. It's sunny out. This weekend is supposed to be nice. The grilling season is here. Why not stop by? You can drive right to the front door. Very easy. No big crowds to deal with. Jay's, letter J, apostrophe S, Broadway Appliance and TV. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5, Smithfield. Pop in, especially they have a beautiful selection of new grills. And remember, you're going to deal directly with the owner. Uh, on top of that, they will match or beat any package deal. Now, they have any appliance you need. And they have a very easy-to-navigate website, which is letter J, jsappliance.com. J's, jsappliance.com. So whether it is a new television or refrigerator or dishwasher or stove or dryer or washing machine, or mic- they have it all. And again, locally owned, family run, family operated, but especially whether you want a charcoal grill or a gas grill or electric grill, beautiful selection. They have all different brands, makes and models, Genesis, Weber. Now, Saturday and Sunday by appointment, and you can stop and see them Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, but you can call them at 949-7800-401-949-7800. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, it's the John DePietro Show. Now, I'm seeing that uh, newsmakers, Ted Nisi and Tim White, I believe they have an interview with um, the Republican candidate for governor, Ashley Kalis. So maybe next hour I want to hear a little bit of that. I know she's up uh, running television commercials. I am a little surprised at this. We certainly could reach out. I thought 
that she wait a little bit longer before she starts doing. But there it is. Um, she um, they she did a full interview with them. And I'll, one thing I'll say, she's sitting there taking the questions. She is sitting there taking the questions. You know who can't sit down for an interview with them right now? Governor Dan McKee. Governor Dan McKee. He cannot. You know, as I've been saying, folks, um, <clears throat> right now people are being kind. Uh, Channel 12 wants to start doing some debates. Uh, I'm sh- I am sure that one year ago, when he was brand new, one month into the job, I am sure Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, I don't think, would have dreamed that he would have himself in a situation where he can't sit down and do an on-camera interview because he doesn't want to get asked questions and stammer about this FBI probe. Um, You know, when we do our Monday segment, Politics This Week with Justin Katz, Justin was saying, you know, I think, and he was just offering an opinion now. Justin was saying, I think that Governor McKee should just get out in front of it and go to the public and say, I have nothing to hide and here's everything. The, the, the problem with that, and, I, and again, that's Justin's opinion, but one of the problems with that, I think there's several problems. One, what if you do have something to hide? Number one. Number two, I, I don't think any attorney that's representing Governor McKee would allow him to do that, uh, would open themselves up. Governor McKee does enjoy certain protections that all Americans do. And if he were called in front of a federal grand jury, which could happen, could convene, if that were to happen, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee reserves the right to exercise his Fifth Amendment, which means you do not have to sit there and answer any question that you could incriminate yourself. He could do that. He is, um, he deserves that right. He does have that right. He deserves the right to exercise that right. If he chooses not to cooperate with the FBI probe of his dealings of this contract, under the law, he is presumed not guilty and he has the right. Remember, anyone that is, they, they can't make you answer anything unless if you start to answer some questions, then you can't fall back on you know, you can't commit perjury. You can't start to answer questions and say, oh, 10 questions in, I would like to exercise my Fifth Amendment right. If, but I want to remind people, Buddy Cianci never took the stand during his corruption trial, nor did he have to. Nor did he have to. He did not. They may second guess whether or not he should have took the stand. Many times when people are found guilty, they're like, oh, maybe I should have taken this. But he did not have to. He was under no obligation he had to sit there. He did have to attend. He had to listen to everything. He had to be part of the process in that way. But Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee is under no obligation. If, if the FBI contacts him and he has an attorney and they say we are, would choose not to answer any questions, he has the legal right to do that. They, they can't compel him to answer questions about this contract. If he goes in front of a federal grand jury... He could say, hey, I'd like to exercise my Fifth Amendment right that's afforded to me. And boom, and they, they may ask him question after question. And then his attorney could step in and say, listen, he, no matter what you ask him, he's going to exercise his Fifth Amendment right. And then that would be the end of his appearance in front of a federal grand jury. Should Governor McKee be dragged into court? Jaisal Korea, Mayor Korea, he's going to prison today. <clears throat> if Rhode Island Governor... Dan McKee were dragged into court. Yes, he would have to sit there at defense table. Yes, they would put on their case. His attorney or attorneys would have the chance to cross-examine the witnesses. They would have a chance to put on their own case. He would never, under the law, have to say a word. Well, they have to make him get up there and answer them. No, they do not. No, they do not. That is the way. It's up to them. It would be up to the U.S. attorney and the FBI to prove their case against Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. But he, under the law, under the law, is presumed not guilty. By the way, not innocent, just not guilty. Not guilty. Maybe they don't prove the case. Maybe there's a missing link to the case. Maybe there's someone that the U.S. Attorney, the FBI, grant immunity to 
who then proves not to be a reliable witness. You don't know what could happen. But he would under be no under any obligation. However, therefore, the moment Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee walks out onto that debate stage, what is he forfeiting? He can't say on the debate stage, I'd like to exercise my Fifth Amendment right. As much as that'd be good television, he's not going to do that. And if he sits down and it's a 20-minute interview and they start asking him questions about a document they got a hold of, or let's just you know reconnect the dots here with this case, um, that would be awkward. Again, he wouldn't be in any legal trouble there. If Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee was on a debate stage, let's just say he's at the PPAC, and Tim White starts to ask him a question about the FBI probe, or maybe one of his opponents, Nellie Gorbea or Matt Brown. Matt Brown would be the most aggressive, maybe he gets under his skin. Governor McKee decides to walk off the debate say, you know what, I don't need this. Screw you, screw Channel 12, screw Matt Brown, I don't need, watch off. He, he, he totally would be able to do that. No legal obligation. I don't know how well it would fare. I have a feeling we'd see it the next morning on the Today Show, Good Morning America, and so forth, Fox and Friends. <clears throat> Under no legal obligation to stand there or sit there, whatever the setting is. Same thing, if Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee agrees to do newsmakers, Tim White, Ted Nisi, and then uh, that's it. No, this is not, and storms off and walks out of their building and he's probably, again, he's not, they're not arresting him in the parking lot. He's under no legal obligation to do that. Now, you can't do that in a court of law. <laughs> the moment you enter the court of law, the judge would say, you know, you're in contempt, what have you. Um, so my point is, I, I think it's a very difficult situation that we're going to watch to play out. Because it sure sounds like Channel 12, and I don't blame them, by the way, the public wants to hear the candidates debate. <clears throat> the Many of the candidates want to debate. Many of the qu- candidates, they, they want to start the thing to really unfurl, right? You need to see them up against each other or doing interviews to see how they're going to answer where they stand on certain issues. Very difficult to do that, if not impossible, if you are the subject of an FBI probe. Because... What Governor McKee doesn't know and why his attorneys would be reluctant to put him in that situation would be he agrees, okay, let's do a newsmaker interview. Ted White, uh, Tim White, excuse me, Ted Nisi, Channel 12. And right before we came on air, we got an email. Governor, if you could take a look at this document, is this... An email you sent to, I mean, now you got, first of all, you have great television. However, I don't think he has any interest in that. And that's the wild card, right? And the same thing could happen with the debate. You know, two hours before the debate, something leaks out. Now what is he going to do? What is he going to cancel, not show up? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogie, the Coogie point. Call them 401 401- 732-6562. Now listen, as we're transitioning in spring from heating to cooling or maybe plumbing, you want a company, local, uh, family-owned, helpful, trustworthy, reliable, RE Coogan and Heating. You know what else? They're also on Facebook. Their website is recooganheating.com. They do an awful lot for the community. Coogie does a lot for the community. He's very helpful. As many of you know, we were helping families in Ukraine. Uh, I've been involved with them in promoting a number of activities, whether it's toys for tots at Christmas time or movie night and things like that. Folks, R.E. Krugan and Heating, right now on this Friday, if you're having a problem with your plumbing, maybe you have a plumbing problem or a heating problem, cooling, or maybe a hot water tank gave out. Can't wait that long on that. Call R.E. Krugan Heating today, 401-732-6562. As always mentioned, the John DePietro Show. It's Kogi. The guy is terrific. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Now, right now on this Friday, you could swing in there for lunch. Discover the brood difference at Brood Awakenings. Two locations in Johnston. 
Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and then also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. David is terrific. Um, fresh ingredients, and they also have smoothie shakes. They have that delicious um, acai bowl, which I love. They have, uh, and it's a great place to meet with people. I, I really like. I mean, I love all four of them, but I really like the Warwick location, Bald Hill Road. You got to meet up with someone. Brood, Brood Awakenings is the spot, and I can see why. And they also have gift cards. So again, folks, the big news um, on this. Uh, Friday, and I, I saw that someone put out, a reporter uh, put out on social media that they got on a bus. So they got on a ripped a bus and they, they reported that the only one not wearing a mask was the driver, was the ripped driver. Listen, see, I don't have a problem with that and I don't think anyone should have a problem with that. This whole masking thing, LA is going back to masks. Philadelphia, they're taking them off. Uh, but I don't, I don't have uh, a, a problem with that, that those that want to and feel comfortable wearing a mask should absolutely wear a mask. Whether it's someone older or someone that has underlying health conditions, we need to move in masks back on in Los Angeles. Philly, they're going to lift the mandate reinstated three days ago. You know, it is very confusing. President Biden is not helping that situation. Um, I'm seeing some of the headlines. Patriot billionaire trying to take down Republican. A New England Patriot conservative billionaire trying to take down a GOP senator. Oh, okay. The challenge against Senator John Boozman has been the has one of the biggest Republican donors on one side. President Trump on the other. Oh, I didn't. Uh, who put this out? Politico. Huh. Uh, and who is the former NFL player Jake Bequette? speaks to reporters at the Arkansas State Capitol. I was unaware of this battle that's going on right now. Um, the second term Senate, oh, a primary challenge, 33-year-old Jake Paquette, a former Arkansas Razorback star, reserved the New England Patriots, who's trying to claim the MAGA mantle and financed by one of the wealthiest conservative donors in the country. I'm going to repeat, I believe, and I've told this to the Trump campaign, I, I thought and think it's a mistake that he got involved in Republican primaries. Because I believe he should let, on the local end, local level, let many of the Republicans figure it out and then help the winner get over the finish line uh, in in the September elections. Now, some of them are, uh, in some states, the primary will decide the winner. And so they're happening sooner than others. Although the election's in November, in May and next month in June, there are certain states, whoever wins the Republican primary in May or June coming up next month and the month after, they will most likely, they'll win the November election. So I think um, I think President Trump should have stayed out of the Republican primaries and then just supported to help the winner get over the finish line. Folks, it's 12.59. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. Just scratching the surface. It's the John DePietro Show. You can listen at AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can also listen at the website, depetro.com. We'll be back on the other side after the 1 o'clock news.